I'm just gonna say it. We love talking about the beginning and we like talking about the end. But here in the middle with Chauncey, we're gonna talk about the middle parts of life. You know, the things that we wanna skip out on, the things that we're worried or nervous to talk about, the things that feel so bad that we think and feel that we don't wanna say them because we feel like we're alone. But here, I'm gonna tell you, guys, we're not alone. We don't have to do this alone anymore. We're gonna talk about those conversations that just need to be had that no one's really having. I hope that you stick around. Welcome back to another episode of In the Middle with Chauncey. I'm Chauncey and I will be your host today. This episode is inspired by a podcast that I was just listening to. And it's about a guy telling basically his life story and he, it's unusual for men to cry and get emotional and he kept apologizing for it and, but he's just like, I can't help it. I'm an emotional person. I'm trying to keep it at bay and the podcast um, interviewer just kept saying it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's vulnerable. It's don't don't hold back it's okay and commenters are saying it's so refreshing to see a man cry and to see this vulnerable side and thank you for being vulnerable and thank you for sharing and the podcaster interviewer said vulnerability is strength not weakness that is kind of what I'm going to be talking about and dissecting a little bit today is is vulnerability weakness or is it strength on a very random side note i am in my living room with my daughter's toys literally everywhere there's nothing glamorous about this podcast today and to top it off i come in here i set everything up and i only have a small window of time between school pickup and nap time and my air conditioning decides to turn on. So I apologize if you hear that in the background. I'm hoping that it's not too loud, but I just don't really have time. So I just decided instead of trying to be perfect, I'm just going to get it done. Um, Okay, so let's dive in to this whole conversation about vulnerability. I decided to Google what um, vulnerability means. I typed it in a few different ways to see if I could get different answers. Um, so the first one we're going to talk about, what does vulnerability mean? The equal state of being exposed to the possibility or being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally. The next question I typed in, what does vulnerable mean? Susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm in need of special care, support, or protection by an age, disability, or risk of abuse or neglect. And then I typed in, or maybe it was one of like the drop downs on Google, you know, you can just start seeing what other people type in. And it says, what does vulnerability mean in psychology? Vulnerability is a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. It involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to love and be loved. The fear of vulnerability is a very common fear. Okay, so if we look at these three questions that I ask, it makes sense why the world 
has viewed vulnerability or being vulnerable as weakness because I feel like there's two different vulnerables that we have got a little bit confused. So being vulnerable in a vulnerable state, like you just had a breakup and somebody sees that you're vulnerable and they're either going to help take care of you or take advantage of you. Or being vulnerable, meaning opening up and being honest and true to your feelings and yourself. It's so interesting that we've almost put those two in the same exact category because they're the same word, but they actually mean something totally different. But instead of looking at being a vulnerable person in a vulnerable situation, as in being a mom at the grocery store with two children, she's outnumbered, she could possibly be in a vulnerable situation if somebody came up to attack her, you know what I mean? Um, But in a situation, let's say like a podcast, if I'm sitting here in a safe space, I'm in no danger at all, and I'm here talking about my feelings and emotions, that's being vulnerable, it's different, right? Because I'm not in any danger, I'm not like being looked at as weak or am I? So I'm here to kind of talk about and maybe shed light on this conversation that when we talk about hard things, embarrassing things, things that could be viewed as weakness, we're talking about these things and now we're being viewed as weak when really We're talking about hard things, scary things, embarrassing things, um, isolating situations that feel lonely. It's viewed as weak, but really what it comes down to is you're having the conversations that others, it's a scary conversation, so I don't blame other people for actually not talking about it, but that doesn't mean that you're weak if you're sitting and talking about a conversation that's making you cry. Yes, that's a vulnerable feeling, but it's actually coming from a place of bravery and courage and strength. I think that it's so unfortunate that we have combined these two things that have the same word, but they actually have different meanings. Brene Brown is um, one of my favorite people. I think she's so amazing and she has actually really helped me in my life. And I was thinking about this today, even before I started the podcast, why am I able to be vulnerable? Because I didn't used to be vulnerable. I didn't used to talk about my feelings. I didn't used to feel safe and comfortable. And not that I always feel safe and comfortable, but I just push past those feelings because I know how beneficial it is to be vulnerable. Um, But I really believe that when I started reading her books, it opened my eyes to what being vulnerable meant. And it's a very scary, uncomfortable feeling when we talk about our emotions and our feelings and experiences that are viewed as, I'm doing air quotes, weak. Because crying feels weak, right? We cry when we're hurt. And if you weren't hurt that bad, then you're weak. Like toughen up. It's not that big of a deal. But The thing is, is these things in life are not necessarily weak because we're crying. They're actually bringing out emotion. And when you show emotion, that's brave and vulnerable. Brene Brown has just like tons of different definitions. But one of them that I had 
highlighted that I really like is having the courage to show up when you can't control the outcome. And I think that that's what makes vulnerability extremely scary is when you open up and talk about a conversation that could be viewed as dramatic or a cry for attention, all sorts of those um, toxic labels that we've put on being vulnerable. Um, We don't have that control if somebody is going to kind of listen or if they're going to judge you and make you feel dumb and embarrassed for being vulnerable. It's interesting because as I was clicking on more of these drop-down boxes, it says, what prevents vulnerability? And the answer was fear of rejection. So if we're so afraid of talking about real hard truth and conversations because we don't want to be rejected, meaning honestly, in my opinion, judged, it makes sense why we're not vulnerable. It also makes sense why others are going to judge us because we've given this definition of vulnerability as weak and like basically somebody who can be attacked and has no strength to stand up. So we put this no strength weakness on this very strong, in my opinion, incredibly brave thing to do. Vulnerability is often viewed as weakness and many people don't want to appear weak. So we avoid speaking about our truth to protect ourselves from being vulnerable and perceived as like too emotional or or weak or overdramatic. It's super uncomfortable to be judged and criticized but vulnerability is actually not weakness. It's, I feel like maybe the people and the way that we've been conditioned to believe that vulnerability is weak, then we then view it as weakness when the people that are actually up there standing and talking about these hard conversations, shedding light on in the darkness of situations, they're actually really strong. And it's I feel like, in my opinion, it makes people who view vulnerability as weakness, it makes them feel uncomfortable to hear hard truths, to look within themselves, to cry, to watch somebody else cry, to think that somebody else might be in so much pain that they can't hold it back anymore. They have to speak their truth and get it out there because maybe it might help somebody. It makes those people who are going to view vulnerability as weak, extremely uncomfortable. So at the end of the day, it's more of a, a scenario like that they need to work on rather than you needing to be quiet and stay in your little box of pretending that everything is all good and dandy all the time. This was a really interesting drop down that I saw. It says, can relationships work without vulnerability? And the answer says, vulnerability is essential to a relationship. It can help foster closeness, intimacy, and trust. Without it, relationships tend to remain superficial or partners can begin to feel disconnected and resentful of one another. But opening up to someone takes time. 
So in life, it's not just about a like a love relationship. This is all relationships. If you have a friend or a mom or a sister or, you know, a grandparent or whatever, if you don't allow your walls to go down at all, it becomes this superficial, almost like how's the weather type of conversation rather than how's your heart doing today? How can I be there for you? Tell me what's going on. And of course, this leads me to kind of my final conversation or statement. Um, Not everybody is a safe person to be vulnerable with. And sometimes that's a really hard conversation or realization or expectation to have. But I'm here to tell you that it's okay. It's okay if you don't feel safe talking to your mom or your sister or somebody who you should talk to about these things. If you walk away from a conversation, a vulnerable conversation, feeling like naked or raw, like uncomfortable, judged, unseen, like you don't fit in that relationship or friendship anymore, it's time to evaluate that person with the conversations that you're going to have. So I say this because I I don't think that you need to cut that person out because that could literally be your mom. But maybe you just don't, not maybe, you just don't go there anymore with that person in particular. So if you are going through a breakup or a loss of some sort and somebody is making you feel less than or not validated and these are your true feelings in your heart, don't go there with them anymore. It doesn't mean that you don't need to have a good relationship with your mom or your sister or your friend. It just means that in that conversation, that subject, you don't go there anymore. That's a way to create a boundary for you because I find that either we are super vulnerable or we are not vulnerable at all. And I think both of those are a slippery slope because being super vulnerable, you're going to just like word vomit to anybody and everyone that's going to listen and you're going to walk away feeling judged and exposed all the time. And then eventually you're going to say, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not talking about my feelings. Nobody respects me. I feel bad walking away from every conversation. So then you put your walls up and you become like hard to this vulnerability. So it's a good way to meet in the middle is by creating boundaries. And if somebody doesn't make you feel seen or valid, you don't need to go there with them anymore. And that's okay. You can still love them. You can still enjoy their company, but you just don't need to have that conversation with them. If you're walking into a conversation expecting to get something and you leave with it and you don't, and you leave that conversation and you walk away feeling worse, don't have that conversation with that person anymore. And you don't need to tell them. It's just a personal boundary that you can set and now you're aware of it. The last thing that I wanted to share is a little quote that I found on Pinterest and it's from Brene Brown. It says, loving ourselves through the process of owning our story is the bravest thing that we will ever do. And I think that that fits perfectly with this whole vulnerability thing is it's okay to be vulnerable. It's actually, in my opinion, 
brave and strong and courageous and life-changing, life-saving when you can open up and share your experiences. Not only does it help you, but it can also help others if that's something that is important to you. So loving yourself, realizing that being vulnerable is a beautiful, amazing thing, but it doesn't need to be done with every single person. If you are, you know, kind of showing up on social media, being vulnerable, setting your expectations is super important. So for me, when I am going to share a vulnerable post, I ask myself one question every single time. What are my intentions with this post? And if my intentions are any other answer than this is what's on my heart and this is what I need to do or what I need to get out, um, I'm not going to post it because if it's to get attention or to get people to like my post or to comment and share and all of those things, my intentions are not in the right place. And I will almost every single time walk away feeling worse than before that post or, you know, story or in this case podcast. So I think that creating those personal boundaries is extremely important But it's also really important to be vulnerable and to share who you are with safe people in your life so that you can create more connection. And honestly, a lot of healing can come from choosing the right people to be vulnerable with, being honest with yourself, and letting go or speaking out those vulnerable conversations and feelings and experiences that you've gone through that may just need to get out of you so that you can heal and feel better and move on. Anyway, I hope that makes sense. I feel like I am like breaking rules in this whole podcast world and I find myself feeling like I'm supposed to have just a list of beginning, middle, and end. So I hope that this makes sense. And um, yeah, I guess I'm just kind of feeling funny about having these experiences pop up and me just basically pulling out my microphone and my phone and recording on the spot because I feel like that's really, it can be really helpful to do that. So I'm breaking the rules and I hope nobody gets mad. Thank you so much for listening and being here. If you haven't, subscribe, share on your social medias, and give my podcast a rating. That is extremely helpful. And I will see you guys next week. 